Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Scott Barlow on 610 Sports Radio. Fellas, I appreciate uh, you, you making your way in here. Uh, you both look very good. Both look like you're both ready for a, a baseball season. Um, so you've impressed me with your physiques. Way to go. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Thanks yeah. for having us. What's it been like out there? It's starting to wind down a little bit. Uh, what's, what's the crowd reaction been out here at Royals Rally? It's been exciting. I mean, uh, a really good turnout, a ton of people. Um, but, yeah, everybody's been excited for spring to uh, start. seems like a lot of people are going to meet us down there and see some spring training games and but yeah, everybody's everybody's super pumped for uh, opening day. And Brad, on the radio again, as uh, you and Vinny and the rest of your teammates just continue to make my job look very easy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. It was uh, I enjoyed listening to you on uh, MLB Network. Although <laughs> the the one issue I had with it was, uh, and I brought this up to Brady. I mean, the the whole thing with uh, Merrifield, mm-hmm. he is going to bunt on Brady in his first at-bat, yeah. and he is going to try and rip a bag against yeah. him right out of the game. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, he's been saying it, it this whole offseason. He's yeah. been texting us, like, out of the blue, too. He'll just drop a text, be like, hey, this, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just – so, we, you know, it's it's been a little fun banter, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to face him. He says uh, you guys went to the uh, Georgia TCU game. Is that right? We did. Yeah. Did you go we to Michigan as well? Did you go to the Michigan Georgia or uh, Michigan TCU no. game? No. So um, I didn't go to that one. Good for uh, you. Yeah. It was, Puke. Yeah. Ah, uh, that was a tough one. I was genuinely upset after that game, yeah. and you know the Michigan or the uh, Ohio State Georgia game was right after, and that game didn't start out to mm-hmm. go out, get out to a good start. So I was like. I'm about to go out to the national championship, and neither one of my teams <laughs> right, are going to be there. Right, right. Um, no, but it was a blast. We got to go out there, and then, uh, um, yeah, I get to watch that game, and that was, uh, that was, as a Georgia fan, that was amazing. Heck yeah. Yeah. Scott, what's your offseason consisted of? Uh, I mean, laying low for the most part. Uh, took a trip up to Canada right after, uh, right after Christmas. Uh, went to Calgary, saw a hockey game, and then went to Banff and kind of just explored around there, and, mm-hmm. uh, but mostly just taking it easy. Scott, I'm in, I want to get to get to baseball. I'm interested in your uh, motivation. Like, what 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 drives your off season? What are your personal goals? Because I mean, you've been checking a lot of boxes over the past few years. You've been knocking them dead. So how do you do it again? Uh, so that's where like even even the Canada trip. Uh, my wife kind of surprised me with that, and um, she kind of motivates me in that way. Where uh, you know, towards, you know, I would say right around all-star break, she's like, hey, you got a trip, but, you know, uh, I'll give you hints if you know you do well or whatever. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, so every time, you know, a good outing or whatever, she would, hit, like, hit me with a little, like, hint of what was going on because I had no idea what we were doing. Um, 
So usually that's a, a pretty good motivator right there. Mm-hmm. So what kind of personal goals as you, uh, the, the team goals, everybody understands what, what you guys want out of the season and what fans and media want out of the season. But as, as when you've already done it at such a high level at a consistent basis, um, how do you not get complacent? What, what more do you want out of 2023? Well, even like with last year, um, you know, you could have like a good outing, but like I would be kind of nitpicky about it a little bit. Um, like even with like first pitch strikes, I'd be like, yeah, maybe it was a good inning or whatever. But, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't get first pitch strikes like at any of the hitters. Like I, I fell behind and, and, you know, worked worked uh, worked back in the count, or whatever, made my 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 job a little bit harder and had to throw maybe a few more pitches than I needed to. Um, so I feel like it's one of those things that every time I pitch, like I'm never really completely happy with it for some reason. That's and baseball, right? It's, it's all. Yeah. I mean, every single time. And so that's always a motivator and in, in the off season work with uh, Josh DeMont and uh, throwing with him and, and just working on stuff and, you know, having, having that consistent throwing partner, you know, even during season, he watches me throw all the time mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to translate or, you know, basically replicate that in the off season, get back into it after, you know, you take some time off throwing. Um, and, you know, he kind of knows where, you know, kind of where I'm at, you know, in, in season and then trying to replicate that and try to get as close to that before spring training um, usually helps a lot. Having, having that, you know, consistent eyes on you where it's like, okay, you know who I am and, uh, you know, trying to keep me on pace with that. Sure. Brad, observing Scott over these years, what, what, what's the key to his consistency? Because everybody in the game searches for it. Yeah, I mean, it's just he's, he's a special talent out there. It's a lot of fun to watch. I mean, spins it with the best of them, um, you know, slider and curveball. Um, any count, any time, put away, doesn't matter. I mean, it's it's impressive. And then, um, you know, just the durability of him every single time being available. And, I mean, uh, gets hot a lot down there and comes in the game a lot. And just to be able to be that consistent is really impressive. And um, it's a lot of fun to watch for sure. You mentioned curveball. I heard you were t- – You've been messing with one. You've you, you've got one. What do we, what? How how you feeling about the hook? Yeah, so I've uh, I've been uh, messing around with one this off season, nice. trying to figure that one out. Um, it's been fun. I, I like it. It's a good challenge. Um, I kind of threw one in back in 2020 a little bit, um, and it was cool to like you know just a different um, look to a hitter. You know, I think uh, sometimes I get into a, a repeatable pattern at, at times. So um, you know, especially not really having a change up or having one, but not really throwing it a mm-hmm. whole hour at it being effective. So um, I think it's going to be, it's going to be kind of a good little offset of what I'd normally throw. And um, yeah, I mean, I like, like I said, I like the challenge. When you sat this off season and looked back on your 2022, what did you make of it? Um, and, and what do you hope to improve on in 2023? Um, I really feel like this 2022 is a, it was a story of two halves, honestly. I feel like I did I did a really good job the first half. Um, and then just kind of after the All-Star break, just kind of didn't really – I wasn't consistent at all. And I think that's one thing that I, I really want to work on is just being consistent um, every time out there, feeling feeling good every time I go out there and throwing. And, and um, you know, the season ebbs and flows no matter right. what happened. But just try to, like, you know, not let the highs be too high and the lows be too low. Just kind of ride that middle ground and um, just get, get the team a chance to win any time I go out there. Yeah, uh is there anything to be said as far as uh, like a consistent message that's that's given to you? Because it, I don't know. 
maybe I'm too close to it, but there were times where I felt uh, like you were being disrespected. I don't know, like uh, whether it's from fans, media, coaches, whatever it might be. Uh, I was talking about this with, with Daniel earlier. Did, did, was the support, uh, the encouragement there when you needed it last season? Uh, I think through my teammates it was. Um, you know, my teammates had my back no matter what happened out there, and I think that was awesome. Um, you know, baseball is what it is. You know, you're going to go through your grinds all the time. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just how you respond. And I think that's what it, I think speak for anyone in the clubhouse. Like everyone's kind of gone through that and it's just, it's all about how you respond. And so having my teammates there was, was very, you know, um, good for me and, and my family was there also. So like just relied on those two and it got me through it. Yeah. I, and I think you two are the perfect two to talk about this with, because, you know, during your time in Kansas City, the, the winds haven't been a plenty. But if I came to the ballpark and either one of you were on the bump, I knew I was getting your best and you were going to leave it all out there um, for your teammates. Scott, talking about Brad, what he's done for this organization in uh, what, uh, 19, 20, 21, 20, every fifth day, give me the ball, no excuses. Uh, I think that's unheralded locally and nationally yeah I mean it seemed like every time Brad went out like he was going six which right. I mean for a bullpen is like you're you're the savior like and for a team that needed it yeah a lot of exactly times, yes. and just an absolute workhorse yeah. um I mean in his stuff like sinker was like every time I watch in the bullpen or something it's like you're playing catch like playing catch with him is a nightmare believe it and like it's not necessarily like it's gonna be in your chest but it's going to go through your hand and the, your glove's going to hit your chest. Like, actually, yeah, like, it's yeah. it's incredible. Um, and now that you have the curveball, like, I can't wait to see it because, mm-hmm. I mean, I think your slider's very, very good. And, like, every time it was on, like, hard and late break and having that, like, I think that curveball, having that offset of everything being hard and kind of slowing them up, like, it's going to play off with that, like, so, so good. Right. Um, so I'm excited to see hook <laughs> <laughs> how would you guys describe your uh it, look it, it wasn't a surprise at the end of the season that there was going to be some changes there were and now uh q is the skipper you got swing dog as your as your i have not a, i have not <laughs> i have not gotten the green light on that i'm allowed to call <laughs> brian sweeney's good, yeah right Sounds brian good. sweeney's your pitching coaches uh did either of those uh hirings firings come as a surprise and how much do you think these can help in 2023 I think I mean even talking with Brian like as soon as he got hired me and Josh were in KC at the time and you know pretty much the day after that he was you know in KC and we had dinner with him and and speaking with him and he was basically like hey like I'm here like you guys just talk just tell me what like you guys think what you guys feel and that was like pretty refreshing and like we were basically like, you know, talked with him, like, you know, how do we pitch and, you know, what we kind of like before we get ready for a game, like how we go about our business and even going into spring, like, what do you guys see in a spring training schedule that works? And, you know, just being super open-minded with that and, um, you know, Q being coming out even during our bullpens when he got a house out here and, you know, just wanted to hang out yeah. for spring before spring and just kind of wanted to get to know us and everything. So, um, you know, super excited to work with them. And, you know, every time we had video of our bullpens, you know, send it off to Sweeney. And, um, you know, he's super pumped about, you know, watching us live and everything. So, uh, 
you know, just super, super excited. Scott Barlow, Brad Keller joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. JJ's mentioned that maybe last year uh, got a little too uh, game plan focused, you know, that, that maybe we should highlight what you do well and you just go attack. Um, concur with what the general manager had to say, Brad? Yeah, I think uh, sometimes we might have got away from our strengths a little bit yeah. and try to go more towards hitters' weaknesses. And, you know, I think there's a, you know, a place for that. You obviously want to know what scouting reports. You want to know, you know, things you can and can't throw. Um, but, you know, hitting's hard, you know, the whole cliche. And it's like we know what pitch we want. We know the pitch that we execute well. Um, and there shouldn't be any reason we shy away from that. And I think uh, at times it got to, got to be um, kind of that way. But um, – yeah, I mean, I th- I feel like talking with Sweeney and stuff. It seems like uh, that was that was kind of his first thought as well. Um, he's like, Let, let's let's do what you do well and mm-hmm. execute that, and then we'll you know go from there. So, do you guys as as pitchers get as excited as me and the? I don't, not, I don't want to put myself. I mean, I am a nerd, but I don't want to put myself into thinking that coaching changes everything. You guys are the talent. You guys are the ones that are going to be making or breaking these games out there. Uh, but there are a lot of my fellow nerds that get really excited that, oh, Tampa, Cleveland, man, the things that they've done. D- does, does that light a spark, Scott, for, for you guys, knowing the success those organizations have had, trying to mirror some of it here in KC? Oh, 100%. Um, and even I think yesterday Mr. Sherman was talking, and he brought up a good point of, um, you know, saying, you know, you know, we got guys from, you know, coaching staff from Tampa and Cleveland, and we're not trying to be – Tampa or Cleveland we're trying to be the Kansas City Royals and mm-hmm. I was like okay that makes it makes a lot of sense because that's those a lot I mean you can try to replicate and duplicate what other teams are are doing but you're never you're never going to do that um but you know having the resources okay this is um you know what they did and you know maybe take a little bit of that but in in turn you have to you know look at the players that we have um and 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 use that as you know the kind of launch pad of saying like Okay, this is what we have. What what makes us good, um, and using the resources that they had there, and and kind of you know applying that to make the Kansas City right. Royals. Um, and hopefully, you know, people will say, okay, you got Tampa, Cleveland, what they did, and now you have Kansas City. Okay, they have a culture, they have you know a game plan of what they make, uh, what makes them good. Um, so I thought that was something that kind of stood out to me. Yeah, I was talking with uh, Daniel Lynch earlier about. Uh, because oftentimes in the postgame show, it's, you know, this coach or that coach, he's an idiot. If he gets out of here, then this person will take off. And, okay, I can understand it to a certain extent, but there's a part of me that just believes, man, if you're telling me to do something, I think you're wrong. This is my career. I'm going to take control. I'm going to do what I want. Uh, so my question, Brad, would be uh, how much of an impact can big league coaching uh, make? Because uh, you got here without them. Mm-hmm. You got – other coaches along the way um but but how much should just a new manager and a new pitching coach excite a fan base when I mean I I know who you are I know who you are how much are they going to change who you are yeah I mean I I think it's just uh you know you always hear that cliche like what makes a good coach is just relating to people I think you know maybe one coach says the same thing in a different way or something just kind of like clicks better with someone um, I just think hearing a new voice, hearing a new uh, way of thinking, a, a different um, way of managing, um, 
scouting and just kind of just knew everything kind of yeah. refreshing uh feeling i think that's kind of a restart to a lot of guys like kind of clears their head be like oh like this clicks better with me i understand this a little bit better um i and i you know some people will click with some people won't um obviously the analytical side has kind of became taking a, a big step forward in the especially in pitching right um you know i think that's kind of uh where we're at where it's like that's like Sky said, we're not trying to be anybody different, but we are trying to incorporate that into who you know into our game and in, into who we are to make us better and like work on those on those things with using the technology that has now right. you know become so prevalent in our game. Yeah, Granky talking yesterday about uh, just the interpersonal skills of Matt Cotrero. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could see he's got. He said he's got a pretty good chance of being a pretty good manager. <laughs> <laughs> Future Hall of Famer said you got a pretty yeah. good chance. I'll take it. Speaking of which, a, a guy that's got a uh, Hall of Fame kind of resume joining oh. you in the bullpen in a role as Chapman. How, how did you uh, receive that news? I thought it was uh, a cool opportunity. I mean, getting to you know, anytime you get you know an experienced you know late late inning bullpen guy, um, you know, brings value. Uh, having Wade Davis, Greg Holland, Trevor Rosenthal, um, you know, being able to watch how they go about their business um, is always, you know, I think a positive, you know, Um, any guy with, you know, that amount of experience um, is, you know, valued. Um, And, you know, I'm excited to see how he goes about his business, how he goes about his work, being able to pick his brain, ask him questions um, is going to be super exciting. In the rotation, a couple of uh, new additions as well, and uh, Jordan Lyles, Ryan Yarbrough joining you guys uh, as well. You're working with Yarbrough, uh, you guys down there in Florida. You still with Singer and Kowar? You guys having the same off-season workout? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yarbrough's now joined us as well, so it's been it's been a good. He wasn't group. allowed until he signed, and <laughs> yeah, now he's allowed like, to yeah, come. Yeah. This, <laughs> is, uh, this is our little workout group. Right, no, I'm right. Just kidding. Yeah. No, he was. He's always been around, but now he's been um, incorporated a lot more with us, and and yeah, it's been fun been a good time how how was this offseason that that group working together uh different than you know the uh COVID of a, of a few seasons ago like are, are you guys able to be more honest with each other are you pushing each other anymore is it uh same old same old as far as the way you guys are putting in that work yeah I mean I think we push each other no matter what um I think uh, it's a really good group we, you know we're really close um it's not a massive we don't have 30 guys in there right. it's just you know 10 of us um who stands us. in? Who stands in? Um, you guys have a batter stand in? Yeah, so Kyle Tucker stood in on my last one. That was that was cool. Um, getting like a you yeah. know all star to stand yeah, in. It's not um, too shabby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I was thinking it was just gonna be some high school. No, we, I mean we got up. we got like Oscar Mercado, Christian Arroyo, like oh, some right. you know some other guys. Like we we yeah, have like, facing yeah we're Lakers. facing guys that we you know see in season. So um, no, it's it's really cool. Like we have we have a really good setup, especially you know last year during the the lockout. I mean we were basically running our own spring training right. down there. Like we were throwing lives like with you know all the Yankees guys because their spring trainings right there. All the Phillies guys their spring trainings there. So mm-hmm. it's like. We had a we we have and after that honestly a lot of guys moved down there because you know it was able to be outside while you know in January with cleats right. on you know actually throwing off a mound so um, a lot of guys saw value in that moved down and so it's been fun we've had a really good group and like I said we be able to you know be outside and, and actually get that kind of live feeling and kind of run you know see hitters in the boxes before we get to spring training and just kind of get your mind wrapped around like pitching again and getting your bearings back to um, you know where where you ever where you want everything so yeah it's been it's been fun brad keller scott barlow guys really appreciate you swinging by i'll see you next week in uh arizona and i 
Appreciate the time today. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, there thank you go. You. Scott Barlow, Brad Keller, broadcasting live from Kauffman Stadium and Royals Rally 2023. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.